Hello everyone, uh, this is Boots on the Ground podcast and I'm your host, D-Blex Lesalon. Travel and tourism has been proven to provide women with more opportunities for empowerment compared to other industries, giving the sector increased responsibility for the advancement of women. This is according to the UN uh, Global Report on Women and Tourism in 2010. Uh, women are more likely also to have a leadership voice in tourism governance than in other areas. Uh, women are more likely uh, to run private sector associations and lead NGOs in tourism than in other areas. And in this uh, new episode, we are fortunate enough to, to host, you know, uh, Susan Lentam. Uh, Susan uh, works as the Assistant Conservation Officer at Loisaba Wildlife Conservancy in Laikipia, uh, focusing on smart uh, spatial monitoring and reporting tools in, uh, you know, lion monitoring in partnership with Lion Landscapes. Lion Landscapes is an organization which works with local communities and conservation partners to create landscapes where both um, large carnivores and local communities can thrive. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something. Karibuni, karibuni sana. Susan, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How is Loisaba? How Loisaba is good. Okay. Yeah. How is in wow. Nairobi? Are you in Nairobi? Yes, I'm in Nairobi. Nairobi is uh, perfectly sunny today. The weather is good. Uh, things are okay. We are still taking precautions of COVID and all that. Yeah, and just taking it one day at a time. Okay. Yeah, so I'm so grateful that you have made time to join us. Thank you so much for 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 making time and uh, uh, for accepting our invitation to the show. Asante sana. Thank you. Okay, so maybe you can just start by telling us, you know, what sparked your interest to work uh, in the conservation field? Uh, I can say it's my interaction with uh, wildlife since when I was young. Yeah. Uh, I may say I'm a conservationist by birth, uh, having born and raised in the northern rangelands, where uh, we have been sharing the habitat with wildlife all along, and I have always wanted to conserve wildlife. Okay, and um, uh, what what do you love most about your work, and how how did you how did you start, you know, at uh, you know Loisaba and now Lion Landscapes? Uh what I love most is uh, lion identification. Uh, for us, uh, we do lion monitoring in two ways. Uh, uh, that's the lion uh, uh, identification and also the coloring, the coloring program. And uh, for coloring program, uh, this gives us the information about lion movement, where they go, their behavior, and interaction with other prey species and also their health status, especially for the injured and sick lions. Okay. And uh, um, on the other hand, uh, for lion identification, uh, this gives us information on uh, population size, habitat use, and it's also, it's a some work. Uh, and that's the one I love most uh, because I, it gives me that uh, chance to interact with lions in the field, know their behavior, their family bonding, and also the other activities lions do in the field. 
Uh, for lion identification, uh, lion uh, is identifiable from the whisker spot, uh, which are found in each side of the face in rows. We also use other unique features like ear marking and other body marks to identify and assign individual IDs and names for lions. Ah, fantastic. And wh what are some of the challenges that you have encountered in the field? Uh, uh, some of the things we have encountered in the field, uh, uh, sometimes especially for lion identification, uh, getting lions especially during daytime, uh, daytime sorry, uh, because uh, lions tend to rest during daytime. So getting lions is a bit difficult, especially uh, when they are in the rocky areas. So for you, you have to spend the whole day uh, to get uh, those individual ideas of the lions. Oh, I see. Um, maybe you can just take us through maybe your typical work day. How, how does your typical work day look like, uh, Susan? Uh, uh, every day, uh, the first thing I do in the morning, as I, I said earlier that we have collared lions, uh, uh, every day I have to wake up in the morning and uh, uh, take uh, the collared lions where they are. And uh, I have also to uh, alert the community and livestock owners where the lion is, just to, uh, uh, just to uh, mitigate the human wildlife conflicts in the area. And after then, uh, I have to go to the field and now start uh, the lion identification process. Okay, and what keeps you going? Because as a woman, you know, out there in the field, day in, day out, in the wild areas, you know, it can become uh, challenging. What keeps you going, Susan? Uh, uh, conservation work uh, uh, needs patience and uh, passion. So for me, uh, I have that patience and passion, and I love what I do. That's why I love being in the field. Oh, fantastic. Um, and switching on gears now, um, according to you, what are some of the biggest threats, you know, facing lion conservation in Kenya? Uh, I think here in the northern Kenya, uh, it's the human wildlife conflict, uh, because uh, uh, wildlife and uh, or lions and uh, livestock owners share habitats and livestock tend to kill livestock. Uh, uh, lions tend to kill livestock and community retaliate and kill lions and this bring the conflicts. And also currently we have the COVID-19 pandemics and also this has uh, really affected a lot of programs and funding for lion conservation. And do you have uh, education programs to just educate the community on the importance of having lions in the ecosystem? Yes, we have uh, education programs and also we have uh, poisoning trainings uh, that we do in regular basis to uh, create awareness on conservation and also prevent the conflicts in the community areas. Okay, and what, what are some of the, you know, benefits, you know, uh, the community is, uh, you know, getting from uh, the conservation work uh, around where the areas you work in the conservancies? Uh, community gets a lot of uh, benefit from the conservancy, uh, especially for the uh, scholarship programs for the students, especially for the needy students. Uh, they also get, uh, 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 they also get the uh, uh, medical facilities, uh, especially for the neighboring communities. And also the communities 
most of the people, especially the rangers working within the conservancy are from the local communities or the conservation work is creating job opportunities for the local communities. Okay, okay. Um, and lions tend to be very territorial uh, animals and I know most of them are found within the community areas. How have you managed to to reduce, you know, human carnival conflict in northern Kenya? Uh, for us, we have uh, uh, three programs. Uh, we have said we have the uh, coloring program whereby we have in every pride or every coalition we have one uh, lion collared. Uh, so we, uh, this collar, the GPS collar, send the hourly uh, signal of the lions so we know where they are, where they move. And uh, we have the uh, ranger units, such as the lion rangers who are in the communities and some who are the conservancy. Uh, they are always there to respond to the human wildlife conflicts in the community areas. And we also have another team working on trainings and uh, creating awareness uh, to mitigate those uh, the human wildlife conflicts in the area. Okay. And ca can we say poaching is, is a threat to lion conservation, Susan? Can we, can we say that? Uh, I think it's, uh, it's not a big issue uh, uh, because uh, poaching has uh, really gone down, especially on this uh, uh, in the northern Kenya. Uh, the big challenge is now the human wildlife conflicts. Poaching is uh, a minor issue nowadays in this uh, northern Kenya. Okay, and the human wildlife conflict, is it due to the growing human population or is it because uh, the lions tend to move uh, towards the community areas? Uh, I think uh, it's both uh, the increase in livestock population and also the human population. And also uh, lions also tend to move to uh, the community area, especially the, the communities neighboring the conservancy. Lions tend to do, go to the community area and attack livestock and community tend to kill them, especially if uh, we haven't gone to that community and trained them on lion conservation. Okay. Um, as a woman in conservation, do you believe more women should be given uh, leadership roles and opportunities to run conservation programs? Yeah, I believe it is time for women to be given uh, leadership roles and opportunity to work in the conservation field. And it's also time for us as women uh, to believe in ourselves our abilities, and also to have confidence to work in the conservation field. Uh, conservation work is not that difficult, and uh, it only needs patience and also passion. Uh, it's a rewarding work. Uh, serving wildlife is like, uh, I may say, helping the needy or a old person. You always get a blessing at the end of the day. Mm, wow, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Um, and Susan, uh, how has, con uh, how has uh, technology, you know, uh, made your work easier out, out, out there in the field to take your conservation work forward? Uh, here we are using uh, 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 a software called Smart. Uh, uh, Smart is a conservation uh, software that uses a mobile app called Saber Tracker or a Smart Mobile that our rangers use during patrol. Uh, our rangers collect data and record data on where they go, what they see, especially for the uh, wildlife observation, the human wildlife 
conflict cases and also the illegal activities across the landscape. And uh, the smart data uh, we get is the georeferenced data. Uh, this means that uh, each uh, observation has a location and time uh, attached to it. Uh, these allow us to uh, process the ranger's data into highly visual maps showing patrol coverage, wildlife distribution, uh, uh, human wildlife conflicts, and illegal activities using the uh, another software called GIS or ArcGIS. And uh, this has uh, really helped us uh, to reduce the uh, human wildlife conflicts in the area because now we know uh, the areas who are prone to the human wildlife uh, conflicts. So we, when we see that, especially in a certain community, we have a lot of conflicts uh, during the month. So it's uh, upon us to send the land rangers to respond on those uh, conflicts. And also this uh, also ensure that all the rangers uh, are patrolling the area evenly to make sure all the wildlife species are catered for within the landscape. Wow, um, I'm glad you've mentioned about the rangers and uh, the work that they do, you know. And uh, they, I know it's, it, it takes a lot of strength, you know, to, to just wake up and go out, out in the field to, to work in, 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 in these wild areas, you know. Why is it important, according to you, why, why is it important to support, you know, and protect the rangers on, on the ground to do the work that they do? Uh, rangers are really a good team that's uh, doing uh, great work uh, because without rangers, uh, for us uh, conservationists or researchers or scientists, uh, uh, we can't get that time to cover the whole area to make sure all the wildlife are safe. And uh, it's the work of rangers to make sure all the wildlife species are safe within the conservancy and also respond the conflicts in the community areas. So rangers need to be supported because they are really doing a great work. And it's also a difficult work and they need to be protected and supported. Okay, great. And uh, you know, what are some of the importance of, of having lions in a wildlife ecosystem? Could you please take us through that a bit? Uh, I may say that uh, uh, lion being the uh, the top uh, predators uh, in the ecosystem. Uh, they really do uh, a great work uh, by controlling the habitat population and also make sure, uh, making sure that uh, the population is uh, uh, really stable or balanced uh, to reduce the other uh, species going to extinct and also to make sure the ecosystem is equally balanced. Okay, and Susan, what do you think um, Kenya's, uh, you know, lion population or other wildlife will look like in the next few years? Uh, I think uh, considering that we are really uh, advancing in terms of uh, our conservation work using the softwares and the technologies that uh, uh, protect uh, wildlife, uh, I think in the next few years, I believe the wildlife population might uh, increase as compared to uh, previous years. Okay, great. And uh, do you believe partnerships and collaborations are key to, you know, to, as we look to rebuild a strong, resilient and successful tourism industry post-COVID? 
Yeah, I strongly believe partnership is a key element in conservation uh, field as it minifies the uh, application of roles and also it is strengthen the conservation work. Uh, for example, if there's another organization working on wild dogs or lions, uh, instead of duplicating roles, uh, maybe another conser uh, conservancy can start uh, doing something on elephants. So we make sure all the wildlife species are covered and protected. Okay, what about the community? Uh, let's talk a bit about the community. Do you, do, do you believe their attitude is changing and they have started to appreciate and uh, take care of, uh, you know, wildlife and uh, the other, you know, uh, natural resources that are around them in northern Kenya? Uh, yes, the community uh, started to embrace uh, conservation work. Uh, as uh, especially the communities uh, surrounding the conservation areas as they are getting a lot of benefit from the uh, conservation work especially for the scholarship and also uh, employment opportunities now the communities are seeing uh, wildlife as uh, an asset not just uh, a liability to their livelihood okay and uh, we, we 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 have noticed a lot of unsustainable uh, you know infrastructure development across the country I don't know if it's because of the big four agenda that the president is trying to implement or counties are having, you know, their own projects, uh, you know, to run. Um, do you think development is a threat to conservation in the coming, will be a threat, sorry, in, to conservation in the coming few years, Susan? Uh, yes, uh, it might be a threat to conservation because uh, it will also occupy the conservation areas and also it will also affect the wealth in the area. So I think it will be a great uh, threat to conservation work. Okay, and uh, Susan, uh, could you please tell us what, what makes Northern Kenya a popular spot for, for tourists? What, what makes people to just love, you know, the North this much? Uh, I think, uh, their culture, uh, the culture of the people, especially for the Ma communities or the Maasai communities. Uh, people tend to love their culture and also the wildlife. We have a lot of wildlife in the northern Kenya and also most of the protected areas are in the northern Kenya. So that means we have a large population of wildlife and rich culture in the northern Kenya. Fantastic. Um, Susan, where, where can our listeners find you, you know, to support and be part of the great work that you're doing at Loisaba, Lion Landscapes, you know, across all those conservancies in the north? Uh, they can find us in our website, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and also the Instagram to see all the programs we do and also to join and support us in the conservation work. Okay, okay. Final words maybe to encourage people to travel responsibly and consciously and uh, maybe to also come to the Northern Sea and, you know, the great work that you're doing. Uh, I will encourage our listeners uh, to visit the Northern Kenya and also to see the wildlife and to see how people, how communities are embracing conservation and support them. Uh, because in the Northern Kenya, you see a lot of things. Uh, uh, including wildlife and how people work and interact with wildlife. You can't imagine how people uh, and wildlife share the same habitats and they have been coexisting for a thousand and thousand of years ago and they are still living uh, in the same habitat. 
Wow, wow. Thank you so much, Susan, for making time this afternoon to join us. And what a brilliant, brilliant conversation we've had. I can't thank you enough, Susan. Asante Sana for coming to the show. Thanks, Manuela Salon. Okay, goodbye. Bye.